I'm Jordan Lewis, and here is your noon news. In a joint release, Alaska State Troopers and the Anchorage Police Department have responded to rumors about a serial killer in South Central Alaska. In their release, the Alaska State Troopers and Anchorage Police Department have heard several rumors throughout South Central Alaska about a serial killer that has allegedly been murdering Alaskans in the Matsu Valley and Anchorage area. Found no evidence that any of the recent murders that have occurred in the Matsu Valley or Anchorage area are connected in any way, and they do not appear to be random. There is no indication of a serial killer in the Anchorage or Matsu Valley area. Both the Alaska State Troopers and Anchorage Police Department are committed to both seeking justice for the victims of homicide by conducting thorough criminal investigations and keeping the public informed so that they can make decisions to keep themselves and their families safe. If a serial killer were known by the Alaska State Troopers or Anchorage Police Department, they would not hesitate to notify the public. Glacier Swim Club came on to Capitol Chat to talk about their upcoming 50th anniversary. Sven Rasmussen gives a rundown of their plans. We're basically throwing a big party for it. We've got two sessions um, this Saturday, June 24th. Uh, from The first session is 12.30 to 2. Second session is 2.30 to 4. And we're going to have bouncy house, fun relays, swim lessons, burgers, plenty of snacks. It's going to be a great time, and all of it is free. Melissa McCormick explains the relay events. You swim one length of the pool. It's a relay, so obviously you, you pass off to the next person. But they have things like the floaty relay, where you'll wear floaties as you're swimming. A t-shirt relay, where you'll be wearing a t-shirt, which essentially kind of tries to slow you down as you're swimming like a big t-shirt. Some fun relays. The relays will be followed by a family fun day. Devil's Hideaway food at the event. If you go online to the Glacier Swim Club and sign up for one of these really fun relays, the first 50 people in each session will receive a free um, lunch, so burgers, chips, and a drink for the first 50 attendees for session one, which is 1230 to two, and then also the first 50 attendees that sign up for session two, which is 230 to four. So I would encourage you to sign up for those relays early um, so that you do get that free juicy burger from Devil's Hideaway. Emily Delgado shares her experience with Glacier Swim Club. Well, I started swimming when I was seven, and I'm currently 17. So good majority of my life I've been with Glacier Swim Club, and it's always been really fun. My bestest of friends and closest of friends come from Glacier Swim Club. It's like a second family dynamic. You really learn discipline because... Waking up early in the morning to get to swim practice is pretty hard sometimes, but you learn to really push yourself, and it's motivating to keep going. Rasmussen adds on to that. Eventually, all that work pays off, and I think that's one really big thing that swimming taught me. I mean, it taught me other things like how to be a leader, how to work well with people, but definitely the discipline was a huge part of um what Glacier Swim Club did for me. It's been a great impact on my life. You can listen to the full program on our website, kinyradio.com. And Alaska's top Coast Guard official warns of rising medevac cases as he leaves command. As he handed off command of the Coast Guard in Alaska this month, Rear Admiral Nathan Moore said there's a lot of good things about living in Alaska, including the ability to watch Monday Night Football at a reasonable time. But as Rear Admiral Megan Dean takes command, Moore said his service is facing new challenges in the state, and one of the biggest is a growing and possibly unprecedented demand for emergency medevac flights. 
In just the first half of this year's summer tourist season, from October 1st through June 15th, the Coast Guard in Alaska has flown 163 medical flights. That's already more than the 150 that the Coast Guard flew in a full federal fiscal year four years ago, the last year before the COVID-19 pandemic. Moore said that it is from increased maritime activity, which causes more risk for the Coast Guard. You can read more about this story on our website, KINYradio.com. Coming up next on News of the North with Jazz Garrett. A Ketchikan man agreed to plead guilty this month to federal charges in conjunction with a long-running scheme to sell fake Alaska Native souvenirs manufactured in the Philippines. And Lizzie Hartman from Fairbanks is a contestant on this season of MasterChef. She talked to News of the North about why she loves cooking. Those stories next on News of the North. You're listening to News of the North. A Ketchikan man agreed to plead guilty this month to federal charges in conjunction with a long-running scheme to sell fake Alaska Native souvenirs manufactured in the Philippines. Travis Lee McKesset's plea deal follows several other guilty pleas this summer that stem from a scheme to sell mislabeled products from two businesses in Ketchikan. With tourism rebounding from the COVID-19 pandemic, so is the market for souvenirs. In the shops along the southeast Alaska water front. Authentic Alaska-made items sell for many times the cost of mass-manufactured ones created overseas, and the threat of fake products appears to be growing. In the United States, souvenirs sold as authentic products of tribes or tribal members and identified as coming from American Indians and Alaska Natives are specifically protected under the Federal Indian Arts and Crafts Act. That law makes it illegal to market and sell artwork falsely labeled as created by an Alaska Native or Native tribe. The act is enforced by the Federal Indian Arts and Crafts Board, which collects complaints and investigates violations. At the start of this year's tourist season, the Department of Law sent a warning letter to 44 tourism businesses, warning them not to remove foreign country markings from souvenirs. Lizzie Hartman from Fairbanks is a contestant on this season of MasterChef. She talked in News of the North about why she loves cooking. So when I was 15 and we moved to Alaska, that was a, a really tough move on me as a teenager. And I didn't know how to cook before then. But cooking is something that I use to kind of get through my first couple winters here in Alaska. I taught myself how to cook from YouTube and cookbooks. And it became a way for me to make friends. I began inviting like my friends from the community over to cook with me. I hosted my own cooking competitions around town. I would host these elaborate tea parties for all the little girls to come. So it was just kind of a way for me to connect with my community. When I turned 16, I was able to take a culinary course at the university through a homeschool program. So that kind of got me into the actual culinary world. After that, she decided to go back to University of Alaska Fairbanks to attend the full culinary program. Hartman posted her culinary journey on social media, which connected her with Master Chef. This is how living in Alaska has influenced Hartman's cooking. You know, obviously I love all the local ingredients, you know, the, the fish and the moose and the caribou. Um, so I utilize all of that. And I think it's really special using that in cooking. But my cooking is really influenced by my community. So meals that I can make quickly with a group of people, um, dishes that I can bring to a potlatch, just any way that I can cook that connects me with those that live near me. The 13th season of MasterChef has contestants battle it out for the region. Well, I really hope to make Alaska proud. Obviously, um, 
you know, being on the TV show is a little bit terrifying and it's, it's stressful. And so sometimes, you know, you make dishes that you wouldn't have originally made or you make split decisions and you're like, oh, so I just really hope that I make my community proud, that I make Alaska proud. She tells us about tonight's State Fair Challenge. So I pulled from the fair that's here in Fairbanks, the Tanana Valley Fair. There is a little spicy shrimp shack that serves some really cool dishes. My dish tonight will be inspired by that shrimp shack. And here are Hartman's plans if she takes home the $250,000 and the title of Master Chef. My my family has purchased an unfinished lodge right outside of Fairbanks. My goal is to um, finish the lodge and put in a full kitchen with workshop space. And my goal is to have um, cooking camps for kids, cooking workshops, a way to bring the community in during the winter for, you know, fun pasta making nights and learning how to decorate cakes, but in like on a very small scale. Um, so just a fun way to get back to the community through cooking, which is what I've been doing since I was a little girl, but finally being able to do that on a professional scale. Follow Hartman's cooking journey on MasterChef and her social media at Alaska Lizzie. Never miss a story or a newscast at KINYradio.com. Now you're up to date. I'm Jazz Garrett for News of the North.